Note and Dedication of Montezuma's Daughter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Montezuma's Daughter by H. Ryder Haggard. Note The more unpronounceable of the Aztec's names are shortened in many instances out of consideration for the patience of the reader. Thus Popocatapetl becomes Popo, Huitzilcote becomes Huitzel, and so on. The prayer in chapter 26 is freely rendered from Jordanet's French translation of Fray Bernardino de Sahagun's History of New Spain, written shortly after the conquest of Mexico. Book 6, Chapter 5 To which the monumental work, and to Prescott's admirable history, the author of this romance is much indebted. The portents described as heralding the fall of the Aztec Empire, and many of the incidents and events written of in this story, such as the annual personation of the god Tezcatlipoca, by a captive, distinguished for his personal beauty and destined to sacrifice, are in the main historical. The noble speech of the Emperor Guatemoc to the Prince of Tacuba, uttered while they were both suffering beneath the hands of the Spaniards, is also authentic. Dedication My dear Jeb, strange as were the adventures and escapes of Thomas Wingfield, once of this parish, whereof these pages tell, your own can almost equal them in these latter days, and, since a fellow-feeling makes us kind, you at least they may move to a sigh of sympathy. Among many a distant land, you know, that in which he loved and fought, following vengeance and his fate, and by your side I saw its relics and its peoples, its vulcans and its valleys. You know even where lies the treasure which, three centuries and more ago, he helped to bury, the countless treasure that an evil fortune held us back from seeking. Now the Indians have taken back their secret, and though many may search, none will lift the graven stone that seals it. Nor shall the light of day shine again upon the golden head of Montezuma. So be it. The wealth which Cortes wept over, and his Spaniards sinned and died for, is for ever hidden yonder by the shores of the bitter lake, whose water gave up to you that ancient horror the veritable and sleepless god of sacrifice, of whom I would not rob you, and for my part I do not regret the loss. What cannot be lost? What to me seem of more worth than the dead hero Guatemoc's gems and jars of gold are the memories of true friendship shown to us far away beneath the shadow of the slumbering woman, and it is in gratitude for these that I ask your permission to set your name within a book which were it not for you, would never have been written. I am, my dear Jeb, always sincerely yours. H. Ryder Haggard The slumbering woman is the volcano Istikawakl in Mexico. Ditchingham, Norfolk, October the 5th, 1892 To J. Gladwin Jeb, Esquire Note Worn out prematurely by life of hardship and extraordinary adventure, Mr. Jebb passed away on March the 18th, 1893, 
taking with him the respect and affection of all who had the honour of his friendship. The author has learned with pleasure that the reading of his tale in proof and the fact of its dedication to himself afforded in some amusement and satisfaction in the intervals of his suffering. H. R. H. March the 22nd, 1893 End of Note and Dedication Read by Patrick, 79